podcast mode. Podcast mode. For those who are first-time listeners of this podcast, second-time listeners, third-times, or 300-plus listeners, podcast mode means I don't feel like recording. But I get into the mode. You got to get into the mode sometimes. It's not easy. Some people will never understand that. A lot of people look at a podcast and go, yo, it's just talking, yo. It's talking with the homies. It's not. It really isn't. Appreciate everybody at Pivot Socks. Go to getpivot.com. That's G-E-T-P-Y-V-O-T.com. Use the promo code Sneak This Podcast. Get yourself a little discount and some free shipping. Like I said, go to the website, G-E-T-P-Y-V-O-T.com. Get yourself some long socks, some short socks, some ankle socks, some no-shows. But make sure you get the right socks, all right? I don't want to see you outside with your socks pulled up high to your kneecaps, all right? For no apparent reason, unless they're under a pair of jeans, I don't want to see you wearing no-shows with jeans. That's nasty work. You wear no-shows with shorts. You see somebody sit down and their pants raise up and you can't see their socks. I can't I can't go throughout the day with my uh socks. I'm sorry, with my pants touching my ankles. It ain't happening, Captain. G-E-T-P-Y-V-O-T dot com. Use the promo code Sneak This Podcast to get yourself some socks. Appreciate everybody over at Sneak Apparel, man. Go ahead and get you some 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 nice sunglasses, man. I got the tortoises on right now. You may not be able to tell, but they're brown. Got the tortoises. Get your eyes ready for the summer. You already got your sneakers. You already got your fit. Get your eyes ready for the summer. Go to the website. Copy some sunglasses. Use the promo code for this. That's the number four, then D-I-S-S. Make sure your eyes is right. Appreciate appreciate the homies over at Crucial Vision sending over the 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 the, the uh, Jordan eighty five shirt. This is Jordan skeleton. Appreciate them high quality. I appreciate people with original work. Like I said, man, you want to send me something to rock on the podcast? I'll wear it. I don't give a shite. I support anybody who supports this podcast, man. People support this podcast. Just regular cats doing a podcast about sneakers, man. If you need some help promoting your brand, you know what I mean, getting it out there. Somebody want to give you guys a shot, man, and go and check your stuff out. I'm always willing to help, man. Support the homies at Crucial Vision, man. Go ahead and get you a nice little shirt to go with your 85s or go with your Jordan 1s. Hit them up, man. Um, Yo, Sneak This Podcast, episode 326? I think I'm obviously still in the closet, man, you know, um, you know, still really unsure, you know, how recording is going to continue with the podcast. Don't know if I'll continue doing it this way. Don't know if we'll get back in the studio. Um, you know, the one thing about not being at the studio is, you know, I, I miss, you know, having homies and stuff pull up to the podcast. You know what I mean? Um, obviously this is, you know, my podcast but you know it's it's fun to you know congregate with the homies it's just the time that i'm saving right now like you know i just got off work about two hours ago 
I come home, I throw off my dress shirt, throw on a t-shirt, a tipped hat, and some sunglasses, and I'm ready to pod. You know what I mean? I get done pod with this. I take the SD card out, put it in the computer, and begin to upload. I don't got to drive an hour home. I don't got to, like, you know, put in some family time, you know, because I've been gone all day. I immediately could just get to upload right there with the kids, watch the TV, watching the game. You know, whatnot, you know what I mean? But, like, I appreciate everybody who stick with the podcast. I appreciate the love and support, you know, from everybody who are rocking with the solo episode podcast. Like I said, man, I I don't know if this is going to be the norm. I don't know. I want to get guests on the phone again, but right now I'm just being really selfish. I'll be honest with you. This is my time. Um, and what I mean is, is that, like, I... I really don't feel like trying to fit anybody else in my time. You know, I am legit recording when I feel like it. I can go out there, eat a sandwich, come back and start recording again. I can stop recording right now, go play soccer outside with my son, then pick right back up where I left off. You know, I'm on my time right now. Um, I know there are some people, shout out to the homie Jay in China, those people that want to get on the podcast. I know, I know it. Um, but I, I just don't feel like trying to make it happen. I'll be honest with you. Um, I wanted to, I'm just not at that point right now to where I want to get back structured. The podcast, I put a lot of work into it, you know, and I'm gonna talk about wealthy man on complex, you know, me and him kind of had a little bit of a back and forth on Twitter and, you know, some of his, you know, people that rock with them tried to jump in and you know he always hits me with the same corny line every single time which is nonsense and he knows it um but i'm just not ready yet to really put forth the effort to have anybody on the podcast like i'm just at this point right now not saying it's not gonna happen but like i said right now it is my time i could be like at midnight the wife is asleep Go to the podcast. I could wake up at 3 a.m., do the podcast. It, it's my time. As long as I'm getting something out there for you to get through your Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something for you to rock with on your commute, something to get you through the day sitting in that cubicle, something, you know, you work in that blue collar job and you got your AirPods in, man, put them, you got that white collar job, man, put your AirPods in, man. Let me, I appreciate the time you give me out of your day. Um, this episode is, you know, this episode is about content creators, okay? Um, all sneaker related, so settle down, everybody. Um, I know there's some like, oh, bro, just talk about the sneakers, bro. Talk about if they're heat or not. Shut up. Let me pod. We got people, you know, these are topics that have been touched on in the past. We got some cat who wants answers. Something about white people ruining sneakers. Fam, go lay down. If you're somebody walking around talking about white people ruin sneaker culture, go lay down. Go get you a blanket, pull it up to your chin, and just get tucked. Go find that chair, 
in your house, that decorative chair that you have no idea why your girl or why your wife bought it or why your mom bought it. If you're staying at home with your parents, no shame in it. If I wasn't married, I'd still be at home. Free. Find that special chair in the house and sit there and just think about what you're talking about. And think about how much it matters. That's one element of content creating we're going to talk about today. Two, fake sneakers again. Charge it to the game. Get over this. I am so sick and tired of people still talking about resellers and fake sneakers. Get over this. It's over. You're not going to win this battle. I don't know how many people have to prove that they don't buy fake sneakers. Who cares? People messaging me like, yo, there's people doing sneaker reviews and, and, and there's a real big heavy community of fake sneaker community on TikTok. What are you doing on TikTok? And if you happen to be on TikTok and you see something that disgusts you, I'm sure there are measures to handle this. Proceed. Block yourself. Proceed. The third element of content creation, we got to talk about John Morant. Lord have mercy. Don't worry, sneakerheads. I will discuss sneakers with John Morant. Don't worry. Stay tuned in. Don't touch that dial. Relax. But John Morant loves to create content. <laughs> Youth. Now, special circumstances. Don't get me wrong. But my God. And we'll talk about a couple other things, you know, and the sticker community and whatnot. Like I said, man, I just hope this episode entertains you for your time being while you're at work, while you're in public transportation, and while you're just trying to get through your day, you know what I mean? I appreciate those, you know, understand. I didn't record last week, and I didn't tell nobody I didn't record last week. I don't want to. It's okay. I'll be back. Uh, pickups. I copped the uh, Jordan 3 Reimagines. Um, I copped the black ambush Air Force Ones and I copped the Doran Becker Vomero 5. Now, we've all seen threes. We've all seen Air Force Ones. So I'm not really. Oh, other pickups. Uh, got this Crucial Vision shirt. Appreciate them. Like I said, man, go support somebody. And if you got something, you got a brand or something, and you want to send it for me to wear in this podcast and take a picture and post it on social media, feel free. I'll oblige. It ain't that serious. I don't give a shite. But please don't send me nothing whack. 
Because I'd really... Just think of me and think about what you're going to send. That's all I ask. Just go, hmm, yeah, no. Or, oh, yeah, he'll rock with this. Um, other than that, that's it. Uh, so I'm not going to unbox the three or the Air Force One. I already have them unboxed, but I'm going to unbox the Doran Becker because it's a big slap in the face from Nike. I'm talking about backhanded with sound volume to the max. It's a slap in the face to us as consumers. Okay. So, uh, the Jordan three reimagined. I mean, it's, it's fire. What, what do you want me to do? You know, um, it's fire. I mean, the, it's a Jordan 3, you know what I mean? You know, the one thing about, I will say, and I've talked about this numerous times, and I'll probably bring it up, bring it up later on the podcast. The one thing about sneakers, all right, um, I mean, the one thing about sneakers is you, if you're in the community, if you're a part of sneakers, you legit can't avoid them. I've seen this sneaker, no joke, about 5,000 times before I actually got it in hand. This joint just came today. Now, this pair right here, I have my pair, but this pair right here is for my son for his birthday, if he wants them. If he doesn't want them, I may keep doubles or I may just return them. I don't know. But I got this pair off the shock drop, shock drop okay? You see a pair so much. You see sneakers so much that by the time you get it, you go, yep. That's it. Jordan 3, reimagined. That's it. And it's it's done. Like, I have been waiting for this sneaker since the first words got out that it was coming out. I've been waiting for it. Am I doing the phone thing right? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like this should go here. Because uh, the mouth part. Anyways... But now that I have it, it's just a Jordan 3. I got Fire Reds that are DS. I got these that are DS now. What am I going to do? They're not whack. Legendary. Fire. Flames. In Fuego. Inferno. Furnace. Forest Fire. Yoga Flames. All of the above. But you've seen one, you've seen them all. I really had high hopes for these. Um, for those who are listening to this podcast on your speakers and not watching this um, on YouTube yet well, before I uh, post it, I don't know why this is the Ambush Black Air Force One. I love the additional pieces added to the Air Force One by Ambush. I love the premium leather. I just love the extended swoosh in the back. I love that. But this is going to be back at an outlet near me. This is going back. Now, maybe I copped the wrong one. 
I wasn't too hyped about the the white one with the black swoosh. I loved the 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 size and the contrast of the white to the black. I don't wear Air Force Ones at all. But I have some. There are some that I really like enough to keep. I thought this would be one of them. See, this was like what I like to call a fit impulse buy. See, there's two different types of impulse buys, okay? Who is this calling me? Hello? Hello? Don't call me anymore. This is what I like to call a fit impulse buy. Now, there's two types of impulse buys, okay? One impulse buy is you just get a notification on your phone and you just cop. You know you can return. You, you, just, you just cop. You just can't help yourself. You didn't know if you wanted it. You, you didn't know. You, you just like, you know, I'm just going to cop it anyways and see what it looks like in hand. I mean, that's the excuse. Uh, I want to see it in hand. Okay. A fit impulse buy is is when you first see pictures of these, you first get word these are dropping, and you already put a fit together in your head. I've done it. I had a fit for these. I was ready. These joints came in the mail. I opened up that box and said, what is this? This is a Black Air Force One. What am I doing? Something about the shape of this is off. It looks police issued. Like, this doesn't even look, you know, criminal activity worthy. This is like, this is a line cook. This is line cook worthy. Anyways, shout out to Ambush, man. I love the blue ones. I love the green ones. These ones, this, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't for me. This ain't for me. All right. Put that down right there. So I'm going to open up this Doran Becker one, right? Let me get my phone. So um, as far as I know with this current Doran Becker collection, Sneakers app was the only place to get the DB shoes. Now, they did release last year's DB models at some store locations. Um, that may have had to do with COVID or something and shipments came in late. And I don't know. You know I don't believe in COVID shipment stuff right now. But, you know, you got to appease groups of individuals who are going to message me and say, bro, the shipments came in late. It was COVID. All right, bro. So let me see. These Doran Beckers were, let me see how much I paid for these. These joints was $190, okay? Now, let me tell you why these are a big slap in the face, okay? Like, I, I legit need to, need you to understand why, okay? Look at this, okay? Yes, this is just a blue box, okay? Just a blue Nike box, freestyle Doran Becker, Represent the Doran Becker Hospital, light blue, nine and a half. This box right here, no joke, outside of any specialty boxes I could think of with Nike. This right here might be the most high quality sneaker box I've ever gotten. This box is 
sturdy. This box isn't going to crush. This box came pristine in the box that it came shipped in. There was no dents. There's no dings. There's no scratches. There's no wrinkles. This box is pristine. Retail, 190 180 with tax 191. Now, the Doran Becker collection this year, I appreciated the models. The Volmero, Volmero 5, was clearly the best out of the entire line. I don't own any Volmero, but I said, eh, if I'm going to own a Volmero, it may as well be one of the cooler looking ones now i'm really taking my time unboxing this and those who are listening through their speakers either through the motor vehicle through your ipods through your samsung earbuds whatever you're listening to or you know something you copped off amazon for the for the lo and they know you might have to go Hit the link in the bio and come watch this YouTube video to really understand why this is a slap in the face to Nike consumers. I'm telling you why. Okay. Unbox this joint, right? Okay. Got the little bio of uh, Jaron. What's that? Heacock. 10 years old. What do you got? What's wrong with him? Diagnosis. Cleft plate. Wait a minute, what? You get a DB model if you got a cleft plate? Man. That's neither here nor there. Bless up. I'm going to just... I, before I get to like the additional accessories and things this comes with. Now, I wrinkled the paper. Because I already opened it and looked at it. The paper that it came in was pristine. It was folded in a way I had never seen a Nike sneaker folded in my life, ever. Now, unless somebody at the factory took extremely care of my pair, I had never seen it, okay? I mean, the paper is, is thick. Look at that, double folded. Look at this, Qua quadruple folded. Look at that, I'm not even sure if I'm on camera. Am I on camera? Look at this. This, this, is, this, is, this is how I feel my $180 should feel every single time I open a pair of sneakers. Let's take the shoe out, okay? Let's take the shoe out. All right. All right. I'm going to put these here. I'm going to take this out. I'm going to put that down there. Okay. First of all, this joint came with one, two, three, four, five, six separate laces. Okay? Six separate laces. Six. And some blues that came unraveled, probably in shipping. And then the black in them. The shoe itself is extremely bright. Orange and yellow together, eh, typically for, you know, sunny delight or tang, you know, 
it's not it's tacky okay even with a little hint of red but you know what we all got them kicks on our collection that are bright i haven't bought a pair of sneakers this bright in quite some time and i mean like i haven't bought a volt pair you know solar red i haven't bought anything of those lineage of fluorescent colors in a very long time so i don't mind this for myself the one thing that I do appreciate about this is that it's not so personal on the base of the shoe, okay? Now, this shoe does glow in the dark as well. Now, I don't go places that dark to where I need my shoes to do that, so that's more novelty and very unnecessary. But hey, for $180, Nike really put the work in on this. Why can't you do that for everything? It's made out of Velcro material, not the the grab Velcro part, but the, the soft Velcro part, right? Now, I knew it came with Velcro pieces prior, okay? But I didn't know which ones. I didn't know how many. I didn't know what. Got the hard plastic in the back. I think that's typical for Vomero. It says future on the back. Um, it says assembling future, I guess is what the thing is in the back. Um, it says Team J. Um, I think he's from China or he's Chinese. Got his little face and that. And right here, right under the lace loop, it says Jaren. Or, uh, yeah, Jaren. Nothing too personal. No, no hearts, no flowers, no random things that... And I'm not saying that this kid thought about that. But this is what I appreciate as a consumer. I personally don't believe in wearing something that means that much to the person I, I'm not wearing Aunt Pearls like this shoe is a there are certain shoes that should be considered PEs forever that's your Aunt Pearl that ain't my Aunt Pearl I'm not wearing a, a picture a, a Kanye t-shirt with Donda's face on it his Kanye's mama I barely call my own mama I ain't wearing your mama on my shirt These were done really well. Are they a little bright and tacky? Sure. But you know what? You got to have a few in the collection. Now, I'm going to start with this. Like I mentioned before, it came with Velcro pieces. A lot of us already knew that. We saw some of the Velcro pieces attached to the sneaker and photos and things like that. This is what really felt like a real big slap in the face to me because... So with Adidas, I always appreciate Adidas' effort. They give it their all. They just can't hit the mark. Nike puts zero effort, and it's a slam dunk every time to us, right? It comes with all the Velcro pieces, but on a larger piece of Velcro or padding for the Velcro to stick to. You know how many times, any other pair of sneakers, Nike would have put all these Velcro pieces in just a little Ziploc bag. If that, they may just tuck them inside the shoe. These are facts. You know it and I know it. $191 was what these cost with tax. I feel nothing is worth that in the sneaker community to me. But I don't feel bad for how I, how much I spent. I, I don't. 
And I returned a sneaker for these. I said, oh, you know what? I really don't want to spend the money, but let me go ahead and grab some random nonsense that's DS that I'll never wear and take it back to the store, get the money back for it, and get something that I might appreciate more. I appreciate these more than the random Air Max one that I took back. Variations of swooshes. I'm sure these dragons are to represent his Chinese culture. You got the pixelated swooshes right there. You got, this is how I roll. Maybe that's something he says. I don't know. He wasn't in a wheelchair. Take it easy. Hey, take it easy. And now, he has some variations of things. He has his name, Team J. J. Jahan, Josie, and, and uh, Jolie. Okay? I'm sure those are siblings' names or something like that or family members' names, parents. I don't know. I'm not going to wear those patches. Too personal for me. I'm not wearing them because those mean something to him. I don't know these people. Okay? But I appreciate the presentation. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven versions, variations of a swoosh that I could put on the side of this shoe. I'm not wearing these names. I don't need anybody going, who's Jolie? Oh, you know, it's the sister of a kid who has a cleft palate from the Becker Hospital. I, I don't need to do all that. But this right here, enough. Cool. Appreciate that. Then I, I got this. I seen a baggie, right? Your traditional Nike baggie. And it had these pieces in it, right? I'm assuming these glow in the dark too, these lace locks, right? I said, wait a minute, this joint come with lace locks too? Hmm, that's cool. Now, I ain't never gotten any sneakers with lace locks that were disassembled like this. And I guess they're not disassembled, but they require um, special instructions to do this, right? So I see these and I go, oh, okay. They provide a high-gloss card of instructions on how to use the lace locks and put them on. You have to cut the laces a little bit, clips, pieces, again, the dragon swoosh to represent his Chinese culture, and instructions on... This was worth... This was worth my 180. This was worth my tax, 190. This was worth it. That's why I said it's a slap in the face. There's no glue anywhere. There's no paint anywhere. There's no scratches. There's no mold. There's no pull threads. There is nothing aesthetically wrong with this sneaker. This sneaker is flawless out the box. Now, you may say, hey, they put a little bit more attention into these because they don't make as many. That's fine. But I, that, that to me just shows that Nike has the ability to do so. Okay. I get my silver bullets. Silver is missing on them. I got paint on the air bubble. I got weird lint already inside of it. These right here are worth every single penny. If you were thinking about buying these at resale price, I don't know what the prices are going for. These are worth every single penny. I recommend going to buy the Doran Becker Vomero 5s. 
And since some of you love to have that discussion prematurely, get you some hymns. This could be in contention of Sneaker of the Year. Definitely in contention for Nike of the Year. I know it's only March. I hate even saying that now. But I'm just doing a Sneaker podcast. What do you want from me? Shout out to Jared, man. Don't know how much thought he actually put into it for all the stuff that I appreciate. Don't know if it's him or if it's help. But you know what? Uh, I love these. I, I, I legit love these. Like, I I really do love these. All right. Let's do releases. Sneaker releases, get your freak on. Now, these are to be determined. This is the disclaimer that I give for every episode on this podcast. Do not come on this podcast looking for what comes out this week. If you come to this podcast for your release dates, you're cooked. You're cooked already, all right? These could be for European. These could be for other countries. I have no idea, okay? Today, gold bullets dropped. Fire. Don't disrespect your collection and not have gold bullets in it. Or silver bullets. Don't sit there and talk to me about how you love Air Maxes and you don't got silver bullets or gold bullets in your collection. You ain't got to have both, but you got to have one. Don't come talk to me about Air Max month and you ain't got no silver bullet or no gold bullet in your collection. Gold bullet, metallic gold, whatever you want to call it. The Tiffany Air Force One Legendary dropped today. Missed out on every single raffle I tried for. I think I'm a little surprised. Um, Not because of everything that people were saying on social media. You know, the goofies. They were like, these are plain. These are whack. This is it. And shut up. I don't know. I just thought it wouldn't be that hard. I don't know why. Um... I don't know why. I just did. Um, and, oh, 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 and for those complaining, look, look, look. Let me go back to about the Tiffany Air Force Ones, right? For those sitting around complaining or got something to say about $400 for an Air Force One, go like this. Reach into your closet, grab some DS foolishness, grab some DS uh um what what I just call it some DS um impulse buys go like this grab one of the foolishness in your closet and take it back put it on StockX sell it put it on GOAT sell it get one of the 50 100 
Air Jordan 1s you got that you have no intentions on wearing, sell it for about 200 and you're halfway there to a legendary pair in the Tiffany Air Force 1s. Stop complaining about foolishness. Stop comparing the Dunk SB to the Air Force One Tiffany. Stop. This shoe is a fine suede black with the Tiffany swoosh. I want you to look at my finger, sneakerheads. Look at my finger. Look at it. Here it comes. Here it comes. This sneaker wasn't designed for you. Put your 3D glasses on. This sneaker was designed for Tiffany clientele. That's why it's not tacky. See, people who buy Tiffany on a regular basis, I myself, and that's not a flex, but I do buy Tiffany every year for my daughter. I buy her a charm for every year of her bracelet. So when she turns 16, I'll buy the bracelet and we'll connect all the charms on it. And she can have 16 charms on her Tiffany bracelet when she turns 16 years old. And my wife buys stuff from Tiffany's all the time. And I've always bought stuff from Tiffany's. But I'm not even talking about myself as clientele. I'm talking about the clientele when you walk in there and they don't look like you. And I'm not talking about color of skin. I'm talking about they're not wearing uh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. They made these more wearable for their clientele. So stop talking about what you don't like about them. They're not for you, sneakerhead. And if I would have got my hands on them, them joints were going straight to the foot and I was going to go walk around the block in them. Uh, we also got Women's Dunk Low SE, The Future is Equal. Yeah, it looks fine. The Future probably isn't equal, but, you know, I mean... I don't know, you kind of got to act like it nowadays, you know. Um, and this ain't got nothing to do with women. It's just society. I, I, I got no faith in... Anyways. Um, reverse Brazils, fire. Um, from what I understand, there's an organ duck version coming out for the masses. So I've heard. So if you got reverse dunks, you're probably not going to want the Oregon ones. Now, the Oregon ones got the Oregon Duck logo on it, from what I've been told. And the Oregon O, capital O, look. Whichever one you want. Um, the Women's Jordan 2 Low UNC to Chicago, fire. Fire. These are Fire. If you're thinking about copping, just cop. If you're thinking about copping, just cop. We also have... Uh, 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 we got two Dunk Low SEs. Um, I'm assuming um, they're both from the same pack. 
Sashiko. One is Ore Wood Brown. The other is Industrial Blue. Um, I haven't seen the Ore Brown ones in person, but the the Industrial Blues I saw in a cat at Chick Fil A. Fire! If you ain't got Kentuckys, cop these. Fire. To me. Um. Some type of Air Max TW Frank Rudy. I don't know who Frank Rudy is, and I'm pretty confident one of you are going to tell me who he is, okay? Or she. I don't know. Um, we also have a LeBron 20 chosen one, an orange. Fam. The LeBron 20 colorways have single-handedly ruined the LeBron 20. That's no joke. Period. LeBron 20s are ruined in my book. Started off really strong with that that nice pinkish South Beaches whatever looking colorway with the teal woven to it. And it's been downhill ever since. This LeBron 20 would have benefited heavily from only coming out with like three colorways. Um... Maybe four. I'll give them five. Maybe a Lakers, a black, a white, and something just for fun. These colorways of these LeBrons are horrific. And they want 200 of them things for this shoe. No sorry. Not from my pockets. We also got a uh, phone posit one dream a world black. And I love foams. Foams are legendary. Foams are top 10 greatest sneakers of all time. If you've never heard me say that on this podcast, if you've never seen me and Georgia's top 50 sneakers all time list, if you've never paid attention to me and Georgia have done top 10 sneakers all time to us, go back. Foam posits are a top 10 sneaker all time, maybe top five. Legendary. Air Max One Shima Shima, no thanks. Um, we got the Mellow Ball Point O Two Electro Aqua. I'm not mad at them, but they just came out with the Jade ones, like last week or the week before. The Jade ones are better than these. I don't understand why you would come out with two sneakers that are very similar with just like you know one has more black on it than the other. The Jades are better. If you like these ones, go buy the Jade ones. I don't know resell on them, but go buy the Jade ones. Um, obviously the Jordan threes, uh, reimagine dropped this weekend. Um, obviously those are, um, must cops, especially if you only buy so many Jordans per year. Let me tell you one reason why you have to buy the Jordan threes. Okay. Now bear with me. Majority of the sneakers when it comes to Jordans that people are checking for are ones. If you really think, and, I, and I'm talking to those who are really heavy in the sneakers, and I'm talking to those who, actually, you know what? I'm talking to those who aren't that heavy in sneakers, and I'm talking to those who are extremely heavy in sneakers, okay? Even if you're not heavy in sneakers, if you buy, let's say, three pair of Jordans throughout the year, right? 
Odds are, no, I'll give you five. I'll say five Jordans throughout the entire year, right? Odds are three of them are ones. Maybe four. Maybe all five are ones. Anytime you have the opportunity to buy an OG3, OG4, anything like that, you have to. You just do. Sorry. You just do. It breaks up the mundane. Oh, oh. It breaks up the mundane one after one after one after one. Um, having a fresh three. That's why Fire Reds came out. I was surprised. People disrespected the Fire Reds. Like, what, what are you disrespecting Fire Reds for? Don't do that. Cop the reimagined threes if you can. If retail is anywhere under, if they're, what retail on these are like 210, I think, you can get you a pair for 250, 260, 270. Just cop them. You're going to go buy something ridiculous anyways later. Just buy these. Um, We got a Dunk High Premium Faded Spruce. I'm not mad at these. Honestly, I like the way they look. They make me think of back in the day when, when George was heavy in the dunks and we used to be outside. You weren't outside, you snitch. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, please refer back to the previous episode from two weeks ago. Something about these are very attractive. You know what it is. Um, and then it looks like uh, Under Armour Curry Flow 10 Splash Party. I don't think I've ever paid much attention to this Curry model, but I'm kind of digging the model. It's not a bad looking model. I like the upper a lot. Looks like some variation of fly knit. This colorway, no, this colorway is for children. Um, I mean, it looks like a birthday cake. It's called Splash Party. Fine. Have your fun. I don't understand why a shoe like this has like a lace lock. It only has six lace holes. Like, there's not much room to have a lace lock. God bless. I, I, I know nothing. But that's everything for this week. So like I said at the top of the show, this episode is going to be with regards to sneaker content creators. Appreciate everybody who likes, subscribe, share this podcast. I appreciate everybody who's rocking with the podcast since day one. I appreciate everybody who's rocking with the podcast since this episode. Like I said, you guys have made this podcast as popular as it um, it is. And like I said, man, you know, um, it's not easy doing this. You know what I mean? And you guys have expressed that appreciation for it. And I appreciate it. It makes me feel good that I can provide you guys with something to get you through your day. Like I said at the top of the show, we'll be talking about content creators, sneaker content creators. <sighs> this is what I would like for everybody who are into sneakers, into anything that when it comes to social media. Okay. I need you guys to just stop believing this stuff. And I don't mean like believe in what they're talking about. Stop believing that it matters. Okay. Especially on something like TikTok. Okay. I hold this podcast and other sneaker podcasts and other regular podcasts and other podcasts to much higher regard. And I mean the ones who actually switch the content up, put forth effort in their show, don't talk about the same foolishness over and over and over and over, and look for anything that's going to be clickbait or make them go viral. 
It's not easy talking for an hour, two hours, three hours. Sometimes we've almost got to four hours on this podcast. It's not easy doing that. Um, but for things like TikTok and stories or whatever, you're on a timer. You're on a timer to engage with complete strangers. I'm sorry. You're on a timer to say or do something interesting enough to engage with strangers that makes you feel good or like you've done something for the day. And I'm talking about sneakers right now, okay? I don't know how long TikToks are. I'm going to give them a minute, all right? Minute. You got one minute to talk or bring up something that is either relevant, not relevant. It doesn't matter. You're trying to monetize off of something based on the reaction that you get from other people. Now, of course, you can sit there and say, well, you got a podcast, you're doing the same thing too. But it's not the same as when... So, the Bradley... What's his name? The Bradley Arthur, okay? At the Bradley Arthur. That's his TikTok. And I got sent this by multiple people, right? Now, I got sent this by a lot of people who disregarded the... The statement of the video, okay? This guy, and this isn't the first time this has been brought up before, okay? And let me talk to you about something. Let me tell you something right off the bat. I don't care to talk about race on this podcast. There are plenty of other podcasts to talk about race and things like that. Now, don't get it twisted. Social justice and and things like that that have happened in society, we have talked about on this podcast, and we will continue to do so when those things happen. But I refuse to talk about race with regards to sneakers in a general discussion unless something or someone of important value have put an emphasis on it in an incorrect manner for public consumption. This Bradley man on TikTok holds no validity and nothing and no worth and value in anything when it comes with regards to sneakers besides he buys sneakers. Now, this is no shade to the Bradley author. I don't know him. He may very well listen to this podcast, and I appreciate it. He may very well talk to me in DMs, and I don't even know it. I appreciate it. But he makes a TikTok video to basically discuss something based off comments that he's seen somewhere else. And I guess he was fed up. Basically, the notion or the understanding or the sediment that white people ruined sneaker culture. Now. I appreciate every single person that sent me that video. I appreciate every single person that tagged me when it was posted somewhere. I appreciate you all and I love you. Now, most of you did not discuss what he was discussing. It wasn't who created sneaker culture. Who started sneaker culture? 
who emphasized and made sneaker culture what it was, the statement was, or question, is did white people ruin sneaker culture? I just don't got time for dumb stuff like that. I would like to talk to all races, okay? And and, and I, I, white, black, brown, light brown for Asian. I don't know what color you want to call it. Dark brown, light brown, semi-light brown, albino, black, white people. I'm not sitting here talking about no uh, green, yellow, purple people. I love all green. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about real colors here. I'm talking to all of you. Stop feet with sneakers. You do whatever you want when it comes to politics. You do whatever you want when it comes to anything else that you feel needs to be discussed with regards to race. But do not bring it into sneaker culture. I don't, I'm sorry. You can do whatever you want. I don't care and I will not engage in it. I have to deal with enough of that stuff in other areas of my life. Sneakers are... Are our sanctuary. This is a place where all are welcome. Now. There's no question. It's without a shadow of a doubt. I'm not even going to say it. Where sneaker culture came from. How it arose. How it became prominent. How it became emphasized in culture. How it became a staple in communities. There's no question. I don't got to say it for you. If you need to ask, you need to have a real look in the mirror and say to yourself, slap yourself in the cheek too if you need to. Why am I in denial? Okay? I don't got to say it. Now, with regards to the statement slash question, did white people ruin sneaker culture? No. You look through the comments on this video. Oh, yo. Sorry. Let me go back. All races again. Talking to all races. Stop being baited into these comment sections with these things that you need to just worry. Don't even don't even give that ammunition to anybody. I don't provide ammunition for anybody to use against me to use later to a screenshot, to show other people, I don't. I see white people in the comments. Yo, what the heck, bro? Like black people want to own everything. Yo, black people. I see black people. White people. I see Asian people. Yo, people love to forget the Asian culture. I even saw some Native Americans talk about how white people took America and they took sneaker culture. Fam, go lay down. Get you a quilt. Do I need to describe all the blankets and all the races? White people, if you believe this, get you a duvet, pull it up to your neck, tuck yourself in, and take a nap. Black people, 
get you a comforter, pull it up to your neck, lay down, get you a duvet. Native Americans, get you a Native American blanket, pull it up to your neck, lay down, and, and think about this. Mexican people, get you a Mexican blanket, pull it up to your neck, lay down, and, 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 and chill. If you're a part of this culture, you're a part of this culture. I have never, never experienced anything in sneaker culture that was any direct influence, not influence, any direct whatever of racist. There's been some times of undertones. But see, that's just in the culture in a whole, okay? I'm going to get to it, though, because you weren't outside. I was. Some of you were. Actually, a lot of you were. But some of you weren't. Some of you got Twitter fingers all day and night. We're never outside. You don't understand nothing. So let me just break down a couple things. I don't understand sneakerheads. desire to get to the bottom line of why the culture is ruined why why the culture isn't ruined the culture has never been ruined never the culture has always flourished when people started talking about the culture was ruined is when they became mentally unstable. When they couldn't handle not getting the pair I really wanted. I told all my friends I was copping and I didn't. It's those white people. Is that what you said? Grow up. Go get you a counselor. Get you a psychologist. Lay on that long couch. Put your feet up and put your hands on your head and talk about how mom didn't cop you the Jordan 6s when you were a kid and you never got over it. I really wanted those. The culture is ruined. Grow up. Stop trying to find the bad in everything. I've talked about this on this podcast before. You're going to do nothing but poison you. You're going to ruin the culture for you. Worried about stuff that doesn't matter. Sneakerheads ruined. I'm sorry. Let me go back. Sneakerheads complicated sneaker culture. 
no self-control, no patience. People leaned too heavy in being the guy with sneakers, the girl with sneakers. Some people leaned so heavily into it that when they couldn't show up with the kicks on their foot, they didn't know how to handle themselves. And I'm going to get to that when we talk about fake sneaker content a little bit. When words like copped, need, must-haves, when words like that began to describe sneakers and your desire to have them, it was going to complicate things. When you couldn't get that sneaker that you waited outside for hours for, when you couldn't get your size, you became a big baby instead of charging it to the game. You start looking for any and everything to blame. I've seen people like, well, white people created bots. Who told you this? Who told you this? I don't know who created bots. I know it was a smart person, a genius. Now, if you want to say greed has complicated the culture, sure. If you want to say people not being able to show restraint or self-control ruin the culture, sure. But you will not say black, white, Asian, Mexican, ruined sneaker culture, complicated sneaker culture. We all did. We all have mental illness. Look at this. We have mental illness, but it's okay. We're not harming anybody. I only have 300 pairs and I should have 301, but a white person ruined the culture for me and I couldn't get it. Grow up. Grow up. Sneaker culture and the ability to buy sneakers became extremely complicated for a various amount of reasons. There are so many variables into why that you can't even pinpoint it. And for anybody to try to pinpoint race as being the reason, you need to go lay down.
I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret. The main variable and the main factor into what complicated sneaker culture was the sneaker brands. Shh, don't tell nobody. I know you don't want to believe it. I know you want to blame the white man. I know you want to blame the black guy because he was they were fighting outside and 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 the white guy has the bot and the black guy they're aggressive. You're so solely focused on yourself that you can't pay attention to the bigger picture. Stop being selfish. Grow up. You took a L. Move on. Charge it to the game. You don't got to break down socioeconomic classes, racial injustice to figure out why you didn't get Tiffany Tiffany's today. Stop being ridiculous. Let me tell you when I noticed a shift in complication of the sneaker culture is when the mall that was in the uh, closer to the more urban and I hate using that word, but I don't I don't want to say the hood. Sorry, I got a better word for it. When the mall or malls that were closer to the more diverse neighborhoods stopped getting sneakers and started or started getting less sneakers. And I noticed the mall and the more affluential neighborhoods the affluential communities we're getting all of them that's when things started getting complicated like I said this was the only time I started noticing just a little bit of some Racial undertones and treatment when it came to sneakers. And what I mean by that is, is that now that you're telling me our local mall closer to the diverse neighborhoods, they're not getting the Concord 11s. I'm sorry. They're only getting this store is getting 20. This store is getting 12. That store is getting 25. And that store is getting 18. And this is the mall that services this entire diverse community. But the mall and the affluential community, that store is getting 112. That store is getting 200. That store is getting 88. That store is getting 150. This is when I started seeing those. Hmm. Is when everybody from the diverse neighborhood had to get in their car and drive to neighborhoods and areas that they typically don't be in. This line is. This camp outline is awfully dark. And I don't mean dark by light. 
You started seeing security guards getting more aggressive. Hey, get out of here. Get in your cars. Get out of here. Neither here nor there. I'm not going to talk about that right now. But that's a part of it. Look, I say this to say this, and maybe I've said a bunch of nothing. I don't know. I don't want groups of individuals, no matter what the topic is, constantly searching for credit. Because you already know that's all that matters. Somebody can come to you and say, you're absolutely right. Black people started sneaker culture. Black people emphasized on it. Black people made it what it was. Black athletes were the ones that every kid, no matter what color you were, who they wanted to be. It could be right there in plain black and white. It could be right there for you. Some will say it's not true. Some will say it's true. As long as you know, that's all that matters. White people, you ain't got to feel guilty about sneaker community stuff. Don't let geeks like Bradley Arthur. Don't let geeks like that monetize off of foolishness. See, geeks like that go viral and monetize off this, this nonsense while he collects a little tiny little check from TikTok for having a certain amount of views and shares and stuff like that. While we sit in the background and argue who ruined sneaker culture. Stop trying to ruin sneaker culture. Don't ruin sneaker culture for you. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Stop complaining. Stop worrying about stuff that doesn't matter. Who cares? Let's talk fake sneakers. I am so sick and tired of talking about fake sneakers, replica sneakers, UA sneakers, unauthorized, whatever you want to call them. I don't understand why you guys can't move on from this topic. Nobody. It's almost embarrassing to see people still having these same discussions on social media, other podcasts, other TikTok shows. Who cares? I seen pe people were sending me all these videos from TikTok. I seen people posting these videos of people who were buying outwardly, like I buy replica sneakers, I buy UAs, and doing sneaker reviews and doing all this stuff. Some of those videos had tens of thousands and thousands and thousands of views. I see people constantly, yo, I would never wear a fake, I'd never wear it. But like, yo, if you want to do it, do your thing, bro, as long as you don't like act like it's real. Man, shut up. Stop being an apologetic, ap apologetist, whatever, ap apologetic, whatever it is. Stop being that in a thought. An apologist. Stop. Yo, yo, you want to do that? That's your thing. You want to do it? Stop. Pick a side. Pick a side. Now, I'm not, like I said, man. I just don't care. 
I don't care if some girl went and got a, a dunk panda from uaworld.biz or whatever, and now she's doing a review. Like, cats are legit disgusted by this. This is what's funny, right? I find it amazing how many people are disgusted of people doing sneaker content of things that they don't like or agree with, but they don't do sneaker content. The only people who should be remotely, maybe a little bit bothered by people using fake sneakers to make sneaker content are people who make sneaker content. Those are the only people who should matter. Let me tell you something. Stop trying to do Nike's job. I've said this on this podcast before. It's not your job to point out who's doing what with fake sneakers. We give millions and millions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to these companies who need to go do their own job. I bought Doran Beckers. You take that money and you go investigate YouTube for people doing sneaker reviews of fake sneakers. That's your job. It ain't my job. I need every single sneakerhead, regardless of your race, To stop doing additional things that is going to poison you towards sneaker culture. Stop. You're not a hero. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't care. Nike letting it fly? Why, why shouldn't you? Some of you may not like this episode. <laughs> Whatever. But you know what? I, I don't want to talk about this. I really don't. I don't even want to pod today. But I appreciate you guys a lot. So I want to make sure I continue to do so. But we cannot let these trivial, created nonsensical crock pressure cooker viral topics get in the way of just buying sneakers see people don't understand sneaker culture having sneakers isn't sneaker culture sneaker culture is being able to provide something to it for a long period of time that's it guess what fake sneakers are a part of sneaker culture i know that you didn't want to hear that i know some of you clutched your chest i know some of you slammed on the brakes right now fake sneakers are a part of sneaker culture sorry bots are a part of sneaker culture sorry reselling is a part of sneaker culture sorry get over it charge it to the game move on now let me talk about wealthy from complex right everybody's seeing our back and forth those who are on twitter those who aren't on twitter me and him had it was a short back and forth but it became more of a back and forth with his people or followers or likers with whatever so he had put a tweet out right he had put two tweets out that i'm gonna discuss which is some like shut up like interaction farming he put out a tweet about, basically the tweet said, when fake sneakers are brought up, 
this is what OG sneakerheads think about. And it was pictures. And some of you guys have never even seen some of these before, maybe because you weren't even around then. But fakes used to legit be stupid. Like a Jordan 13 would have a, a, a Air Max 90 sole on it, and it wasn't a sole swap. It was bought that way. You could cop a half King Griffey, half Jordan 12. You could cop a sneaker that had SpongeBob on it. A Jordan sneaker. These were legit options. You could use, you used to be able to almost be able to buy every single Jordan line clear. A clear version of every Jordan. These are facts. You probably still can. He said that's what OG sneakerheads think about when fake sneakers gets brought up. No, it's not. Okay? It's not. Here is the real reason. Here's the real the, the real reason OG sneakerheads like myself and purists of the sneaker community, stupid word, but it already came out of my mouth, so get over it, have an issue with, with replica UA sneakers and fakes is because of the history and the reason why sneakers are popular to this day. Sneakers are popular to this day because they started out with the foundation of I am going to look flyer than you. That's it. Any sneakerhead that sits around and say, no, nah, I just got into it because I was able to express myself. Shut up. What are you expressing? Huh? I never understood that. Sneakers allow me to express myself. What does that mean? You put on a pair of patent leather 11s. How does that help you express yourself? Get that stupid foolishness out of your vocabulary. I rock these sneakers because I look doper than you. That's the reason. I put my this fit together and these sneakers together so I can look flyer than you. I care about ironing my shirt, put them crease in them jeans back in the day, made that cuff just right so I could walk through the school campus and flex on you. That's the history of sneakers. So I could stand on the corner and break dance and pop lock and stuff like that and got my toothbrush to clean my shell toes so I could look flyer than you. That's it. That's the history of sneakers in a nutshell. This is what we think when it comes down to sneakers. This is selfish. It is. But when you put in the work that a lot of us have put into sneakers, I'm talking about the work. Terms like sneakerhead and sneaker culture and stuff like that didn't exist back in the day. You know, let me tell you a story about myself, right? This is a story about me. This is a me story, okay? My dad was responsible for a lot of buildings, okay? I moved around a lot. Okay. Now, 
Maybe this isn't a lot of schools to you, but it's a lot of schools to me. I went to a Christian school first. I went to Auburn Elementary. I went to Jack London Elementary. I went to Park Middle School, then Black Diamond Middle School, then Deer Valley High School, then South Mountain High School, and then two colleges, okay? Sorry, three colleges, okay? You want to know the best way? Talk about me. You want to know how I fit in to every school? Because some of you may not have experienced this. Some of you may have. Some of you may haven't. Some of you may not have been able to afford sneakers back then. And hey, man, it, it happens. I, I, hey, I'm talking about me right now. Some of you may not have had this luxury that I had. And a part of it, I think, was partly my parents having a guilt for having to move me and my brother so many times to various different schools. I, I think it was. I think this is part of it. I never went without. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not saying that. We, my, my dad and mom were really smart with their money. Really smart with it. We're very responsible. I don't got no story about eating cereal with water and, and eating um, honey sandwiches and you know having to open up the stove to get warm i don't got those stories my wife does i mean good lord suddenly she was raised in afghanistan they were so poor that's not they heard nor there we didn't have it all but my mom didn't have common sense back to the stew story walking in the middle of the of a, of a year I'm talking like fifth grade had already started and I'm just walking in the middle of a year. Zero friends. Going to a brand new school, zero friends. You know the best icebreaker was them Jays? Was them Deion Sanders on my foot? Was them Emmett Smiths? Was them Sean Kemp's? Yo, was them the Andre Agassiz? Yes, they are. Yo, this cat is cool. Is them the new Bo Jacksons? Why, yes, they are. Yo, what's up, man? You want to come hoop with us? Sure, why not? Yo, he got the new junior sales on. You know, a little something light. Yo, you want to come play football with us? Sure. Friends now. People are so enthralled in now that they can't remember where they came from in the culture. I'm not saying you got to dwell on it. Remember where you came from. Remember when you walked on campus and you had them Pippins on. Let me tell you about back in the day. It isn't like now. I could buy a pair of sneakers and be the only one in the entire school. Not my grade, not my classroom, in the entire school with those kicks. Sorry, believe it or not, it made you somebody. Good or bad, how you feel about it? It did. I'm telling you stories from my life I'm sharing with you. It did. I built my name and cool and reputation and was given the opportunity to be liked, express my personality, get people to like me for me from the introduction of like how I put myself together and my kicks. I'm sorry. That's just how it was. Sorry. I apologize for that. 
Now today it's not. It's how many likes on TikTok you got and, and what do you do funny on social media and how goofy you can be. That's how people make friends now. Yo, does Greg got the new Dion's? Oh my God. Hey, bro, hey, come, sit, come have lunch with us. These are real scenarios I'm talking about. I remember coming in the middle of sixth grade. I did half of sixth grade at Auburn Elementary. I had to do the other half of sixth grade at Jack London Elementary. For those who haven't experienced this, there's nothing more nerve-wracking than already coming into a classroom of people who already have friends and know each other and may have grown up together. Assistant principal, principal walks into the classroom. You got your backpack on. You got your new school clothes on. And you walk into a room of everybody already sitting down in a circle. Hey, everybody. Everybody over here. Everybody over here. Hi, I'd like you to introduce you to Greg Robinson. He's new to the class. All right, he's moved here from, where you moved from? He moved here from Oregon, okay? Um, make him feel welcome. Um, Greg, go find your desk, and once you find, go. That, that, that walk, silent. That walk feels like uh, you walking uh, through a void. It's silent, but you can hear a little bit of whisper. Oh my God, you can hear the girls. Oh my gosh, he's, he's kind of cute, he's okay. You can hear the boys. Dang, he's in the new Dion's. That's it. That's all that matters. The girls will come later. Oh my God, he's so cute. Look at he got curly hair. He's so cute. Look at him. He's so cute. Oh my God, look at him. That's fine. Girls, I'll see y'all later. I gotta get some homies first. Sorry. I gotta get a crew first. You listen to those ones. You listen. Ooh, them Dion's is crazy. Oh, does he got the Dion jersey too? The Falcons? Was backpack is crazy. That's what OG sneakerheads think about when this generation is allowed to just go anywhere and just go pick up something that is pretty darn close to what we had to put in work to go get. Let me tell you another story about like this society of trying to give people the easy way out my son went the entire year without doing a single homework assignment my oldest when he was in high school didn't do a single homework assignment his grade was a d he earned that d he did three tests and no homework he earned that d once we got word of the D, of course, me and my wife got to do the parent thing. What the? Let's go talk to the teacher. You know what the teacher said? You know, if, if Oscar just goes home this weekend and does all his homework, I'll give him the points. Son, get the homework, get everything you need, get your butt home and get the homework done. My son goes home, uses the entire weekend, does all the homework he missed. His grade went from a D to an A. Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. He hasn't done one homework assignment the entire year. He uses the weekend, 
gives him to you and you bump him up from a D to an A, you gave him 100% on all those homeworks? For those who are around my age group and understand when you had to go to the teacher and beg for half credit. I have produced fake tears in front of teachers to get half credit. I went like a month without doing my homework. And it was like, uh, <laughs> nope, sorry. You got a, uh, a D minus. You bring that progress report home. You better, my dad, you better get your little butt to that classroom. And you figure out how you could get that grade up, yo. Miss Morris, Miss Morris, look, Miss Morris, like, you know, can I go back and do the homework? Can I go back and do it? Miss Morris, come on. I'm on the basketball team. My dad, come on. You know, you start manufacturing tears. You start getting choked up just to make Miss Morris feel sad so you can get half credit. I'm trying to go from a D minus. I'm trying to get up to a C plus. I ain't trying to get to an A. I'm realistic. That's not an option. I'm trying to give I'm trying to get Miss 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 Morris to give me a fourth of credit. I'm just trying to build some credit, Miss Morris. Please, Miss Morris. The Iversons come out next week. And I got D minus. My dad said I can't get the Iversons unless you figure this out. But y'all weren't outside back then. I think about how today a person can just go on UA.com and cop an Amamen Year 4. Now let me preface this. I don't care. I, I don't care. It's not going to ruin the culture for me. I'm just trying to explain what people think and how they feel. No, no, let's go back. I don't want to say I'm a man you're for. Let's say Yeezy 2s. Let's just do Yeezy 2s, right? You can go on pretty much any site and buy a Yeezy 2 right now. Any UA site and cop a, a Yeezy 2. Red October, Solar, Platinum, any of them. Any of them. Quality, magnifique. Shape, magnifique. If you wore on foot today, nobody could tell you if they're authentic or not. The problem is, is that we know you ain't paying 7000 for them, okay? But that's neither here nor there. I think about me and George having to neglect work. Like we're at work. Neglect work. I'm at work today, but I'm not doing a goddamn thing. My phone is in my hand and I got the computer open because I am going to get this Twitter notification in order to submit my entry to get this Yeezy 2 Platinum in off the state. Whatever state has a Nike and getting them, I am submitting it. George and I hopped into the Maxima. George had the Burgundy Maxima V8. We jumped into the Burgundy Maxima and crossed state lines to go get that Yeezy Platinum 2. See, we've built up the reputation and earned and got battle scars. We've shivered outside. We've sweated outside. We've been shot at. We've been chased. We've been fought. We've almost fought. We've dis nothing else. There have been situations where we legit almost thought we were going to die. And I'm just talking about the elements. That's how cold it was outside. That's how hot it was outside. See, a lot of you listen to this podcast. A lot of you not from Arizona. You've never stood outside at 
3 a.m. and it's still 101 and it's raining. It could be 110 here and raining. You don't know if you're wet from rain or sweating. These are facts. You've never been in a sneaker line and no joke, a, a dust storm pulls up. You got the guts to just stand there and, and get hit in the face with all that dust? Or you go run to your car and hide for cover? Nope. I need these sneakers. Bundle up. Jacket, t-shirt, over face. That's what we think of. Because nowadays, somebody can go, I really want that sneaker. UA.com. Got them now. Yeet. That's what we think about. We think about the disrespect to how much work it took for us to be called a sneakerhead. Like I said, these terms didn't exist. Sneakerhead didn't exist. I have no problem with people who buy UAs and lean into that culture for them. I don't have a problem with it. I don't care. I don't care enough to ostracize them. I don't care enough to, to belittle them. I don't care enough to give them my two cents. I don't care. I am talking to those who consider themselves purists. I hate the word, but it already came out of my mouth. Consider themselves OGs and consider themselves real sneakerheads. Just stop. Leave people alone. Don't ruin the culture for yourself. People weren't even around for Twitter RSVP. You know what? Let me find something. Let me go through my Twitter right now. I got to still have some Twitter RSVP messages left. I have to. There's no way. Let me see. Twitter RSVP was like 1999, like 2019, 2020. Let me see. God, I've been on Twitter a long time. Oh, hold on. Oh, here we go. This is, you know, I'm not going to use that one because that's somebody else's name and last name. Let me see. Come on. There's got to be something in here. Because. Oh, come on. I got to have some Nike Twitter RSVP stuff left in here. Oh, come on. What happened to my dog Premium Pete? I haven't heard from him in a while. Let me see. Nike. Dang, do I not have? Oh, never mind. Let me let me look. Sorry, I know I'm stalling. I know I'm like you probably like. Come on, get with the show. I know. Relax. Here they are. Nike LA. This is from 2012. Oh my! Even longer than I thought. There was a moment in sneakers you couldn't not have your phone in your hand. It was like this all day. All day long. You couldn't because Nike stores would send out a random tweet and you had to DM them the hashtag 
the secret hashtag that they sent, your full name and your size. And then you were randomly picked, well, randomly, quote unquote, air quotes, picked for the sneaker. This is Nike LA. Nike LA doesn't even exist anymore. This is 2012. This was for LeBron 9. This was for, must be military fours. This one was for a gold Kobe 7. Like, we used to have to sound if you could see it. I think you could see it. You used to have to send that. As soon as the tweet came in, you had to send the DM as fast as possible in order to have the opportunity to get a sneaker. So you weren't outside for that. See, that's why when people now have the ability to just be like, oh, well, going to go buy a union off UA site, that's what OG sneakerheads get offended by. Is it, is it probably stupid now? Sure. But we're talking about a long history of putting in work to build up these collections. Now, somebody could easily say, like, yo, break that, man. Break that that bond, that bind that has you bound to sneakers. Sure. I'm trying to break it, but I'm not breaking it enough to go buy a UA pair. I'm not from that lineage. I'm not from that area. I'm not that fed up with how sneaker culture has gotten complicated to do so. I am solidified in myself to be acceptable of an L. I lost about seven ways to get the undefeated Air Force One today. That's just it. That's it. Or pay 1500 bucks, which I'm not doing. That's it. It's over. There is no need to think about it. There's no need to be mad. I didn't want it that bad to where I'm going to go the UA route. It's not that serious. It's over. Guess what? I'm going to probably take an L next week on something, next month on something. I probably got about about 25 more Ls in my future for the rest of 2023, just like you. It's okay. But when it comes to UA and fake sneakers and what OG thinks, that's what it is. OGs have put in a lot of work to become OGs, to become sneakerheads. Like I said, those terms didn't exist. I come from the era where only me and another kid, his name was Jordan. His name was Jordan. He bought all the Jordans. Only he and I had the Concord 11s in seventh grade. The whole school. Not our grade, not our class. The whole school. Just get over it. Let people do whatever they want. You want to really make a difference and want to go work for Nike. Go hit up Nike and ask them, do they need a division to where you can go point out fraudulent behavior in the sneaker community? Go work for them. Otherwise, move on. Move on with your life, man. Go cop something. Get off of this nonsense. Uh, all right. I think that's all I got for, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back for one more thing with about fake content, right? There are people creating fake content about fake sneakers. You got to stop supporting and following and participating in people who make fake content it's so played out right now that you can't even tell when real content is real anymore. 
you got these resale shops and these geeks out here like they got a hidden camera and 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 on on YouTube it's like see what happens when I tell this guy his he he brings his pair of sneakers in and I tell him they're fake. Like people legit putting on these skits in resale shops Having their friend come in with a pair of sneakers. Hey, bro, what's up, bro? I just got this pair of sneakers, man. Can you, like, you know, I want to sell them to the shop. And then they'd be like, yo, bro, these are fake. And then, like, they just start talking junk and grabbing each other and start fighting. Stop supporting that dumb stuff. It's not even funny. It's corny. See, let me tell you something. Sneaker culture isn't ruined. Sneaker culture has just gotten really complicated over the years. But sneaker content is ruined. Sneaker content is legit embarrassing. Stop following these accounts. Stop following these resale shop YouTube pages. What are you watching? Antics in the in the shop today? Stop following these accounts that aren't focused on just selling shoes. Yo, fake sneaker prank today. Yo, if I win this bet, he has to wear a pair of fake sneakers for a month. Huh? Grow up. Grow up. You can't be 35 like, bro, I hate these cats. Move on. Grow up. Stop supporting bad sneaker content. Trust me. You'll feel like a thousand pounds, like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Trust me. I've seen resale shops post fake robberies. That should be against the law. Yo, look what happened today to me in the shop. A man, a guy wearing a ski mask all the way from the door straight to the counter. Guess who's only working today? It's only one girl in the entire shop today. Oh, uh, yeah, let me see the off-white fours. Oh, 1700 Um, no thanks. Mm -mm, skedaddle. <gasps> Look what happened to me today. Crazy. You don't got a phone number for us to call the authorities, or do you want us to share this? Nothing? Just how crazy that was today? Nothing? Let's talk about the most popular content creator of the last week, two weeks, John Morant. I'm not going to tolerate anybody saying anything to me about the black man. I'm not. This is about wrong and right. This is about dumb, stupid, and smart, and wise. 
Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's the age of anybody who was in their earliest 30s and up. We don't have room. Like, we lose all tolerance from things that are just so stupid as you get older. It's like an experience thing. Like, when you're younger and you see somebody keep doing stupid stuff, you give them more leniency and more leeway and you have more tolerance and patience for them because you haven't done enough in your life to really understand the implications of how stupid what they're doing is. You don't know that. It's like it's like being younger. It's like, like I don't know how to explain it. You, you haven't lived enough life to really understand how stupid that is. When you're our age and you understand the opportunities that have been given to somebody who's earned them, and how they don't value them. You value a lot more things more. And I mean like, I don't even mean monetary. I mean like your time as you get older. Your your life. Your health. Your mental well-being. Your physical well-being. Your, uh, you know, like there's, there's plenty of other things that I could talk about. Of what you put value towards. But when you look at somebody who has it all. Who's being given it all. People are begging for him to take it all. And he doesn't value it. It sours you to them. I know a lot of people don't have a guts to have the guts to say this. And, and, and let me make this clear. I could change my mind later if I want to. If I feel like he's not stupid or dumb anymore. Or holds himself accountable. Or take responsibility then I can change my mind later. But I don't like John Morant right now. I don't care how high he flies. I don't like him right now. I don't, I don't care. Hold on. His sneakers. This is a sneaker podcast. I told you sneakerheads. I'll bring sneakers into this. Don't worry. His sneakers are fine. They're okay. They're dope. They're clean. My thing with the sneakers, they didn't represent him. They weren't enough of something that represents a person who could fly in the air, who has a, a grill in his mouth, who has colored dreads. They didn't represent his game. They're plain. They're they're like finesse. These, to me, the new John Morants are Devin Booker's to me. If you said these were Devin Booker's, extreme fire. But you told me these John Morants, oh, they cool, they I Yeah, I'll take a pair. You find me a pair, you know, if I see a pair for $61.11, I'll cop. If I see a pair for $61.12, absolutely not. I don't want a John Morant sneaker anymore. I can't stand to look at it. I can't stand to look at John Morant logoed hoodies or T-shirts. I can't stand to look at it because I'm older and I don't view him valuing this stuff, valuing his brand enough for me to want to give my money towards it. If you don't value your stuff and yourself enough, you're not getting my money. You're not. 
I don't care what colorway you come out with that sneaker. I don't care how dope your hoodie is. I don't care. If you don't value your blessings and value yourself and value your brand enough to where you can stop being a moron, you're not getting my money. Period. I don't own any Yeezys right now. Zero. Once he went ridiculous, no thanks. If you don't value all the things you've earned, why should I value it? <sighs> all right, bear with me, all right? I'm trying to say this next part without yelling into the microphone or getting mad. All right, Greg. I'm sorry. One more time. Deep breaths, Greg. Don't yell into the microphone, Greg. People don't like that. You don't want to blow on anybody's speakers. You want to make your point, Greg, all right? You want to make your point. You want to make it very clear. You want to be very precise in the point that you're trying to make, and you want your listeners to hear it, all right? You don't want to scream at them, all right? All right, Greg? You got it? All right, good. Good talk, Greg. Why is a Nike signature athlete's mother in finish line. What were you looking for, Mama Morant? A tall tea? Uh, some Gildan? What are you doing in finish line? What are you looking for that your Nike signature athlete son couldn't provide for you? Were you looking for Ivy Park? Were you looking for Adidas or Reebok? What were you doing in a finish line that your Nike signature athlete son couldn't provide for you. And then arguing with a above minimum wage employee who is not even adult age yet. Now, let me just talk about me and my mother. My mother values the man that I am today. She values how important I am. She values that I'm a husband and a father. That trumps anything she has going on. My mother would never call me into a situation that could turn really bad in any direction. She would never put me in jeopardy like that. Never.
John Morant's mother had no business calling John Morant and the homies to come to the local finish line and handle this. Now, keep in mind they're in Memphis. I've never been to Memphis in my life. But let me tell you something. If I made a top 10 cities in the United States not to play around in, Memphis would be in that top 10 list. He could have went up there and died. Because Moms is arguing in the local finish line. He could have went up there and killed somebody. Because Moms is arguing in the local finish line. Don't put the breadwinner, don't put your son in a situation that can change his life forever. Now, should he be smart enough to say he ain't? Sure. I need John Morant to value his life value his friends' lives, value his family's lives more. Value it. Value the fact that you have legit hit the lottery, caught lightning in a bottle by being in the NBA and a superstar. Value it. Of course... Here comes the probably publicist-built statement. Oh, you know, I apologize for that. You know, my family, my friends, the organization, uh, you know, uh, you know, I got to find a better way to deal with stress. And, uh, you know, I got to find a better way to do. Shut up. Take accountability and responsibility for yourself. Stop creating content for this podcast. Stop creating content for First Take. Stop creating content for all these news blogs. Stop creating content. The only content you need to create, John Morant, is flying through the air and hopefully one day bringing a championship trophy to the city of Memphis. That's the only content you need to create. I would have so much more respect. Let me tell you something. I have a great amount of respect for people who are willing to tell the truth, take accountability, and be themselves. I really do. Let me tell you something. When I used to be at work arguing with people about politics, and this is when Obama was running and stuff like that, I used to tell them, I said, the things that they would say about Obama. This is not a political podcast. I'm just giving you an example. The things that they used to say about Obama was absolutely stupid. I would tell them. I would have more respect for you if you said, I don't like Obama because he's black. I would have more respect for you than saying he's uneducated and he's stupid and, and this and that. I would have more respect for you. I honestly would. I'd never talk to you again, but I'd have more respect for you. Thank you. We don't got to sit here and go back and forth. Just say how you really feel. If John Morant said, you know what, man, I just, I think I'm tight. I'm I'm rich. You know, I'm one of the best basketball players on the planet. I'm tripping, all right? I'm tripping. I'm going to try to tone it down a bit. I'm going to try to get myself right. My bad. I know I'm doing too much out here. I'm wilding out. I promise I'll do better. I would have more respect for him. 
You know a way to really show and prove how, how smart you are is when you could identify when you're being stupid. That's a Greg quote. Stamp it. I, I, mean, I feel like I just made that up now. I may have came from someone, but I doubt it. A real way to show how smart you are is by being able to recognize when you're being stupid. John Moran is in a strip club with his clothes off. Huh? On IG Live, creating content. I have been to quite a few strip clubs in my day, in my younger days. I've never seen the 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 customers in there with their shirts off. Never. Never. Even if you had the opportunity to go in a special area of a strip club to further the experience of being there, I I would imagine nobody is in there with their shirt off. Not the customer. He's on IG Live with his shirt off and a gun, creating content. <sighs> Why is Mama Morant in finish line when she has a Nike signature athlete son who can probably call him Nike and say, send the crates? But you're in finish line arguing with a legal child. Why didn't Mama Morant call uh, Daddy Morant? I'm so sick of seeing him too. See, he's part of the crew. I see a lot of people sitting around trying to shoot people bail. Yo, uh, uh, Daddy Morant needs to have a chit-chat. No, somebody needs to have a, a chit-chat with Daddy Morant too. Sit down. Every time you look, he got a cup of that brown in his hand and sunglasses on in a building at a basketball game. Now, I got sunglasses on in the closet, but this is neither. This ain't about me. Do better. Value yourself. Until John Morant shows some type of real understanding of how valuable and blessed he is. I got nothing for him. Because as of right now, he's irresponsible. He's careless. He doesn't value himself. He gets suspended indefinitely. He gets suspended for 50 games. So be it. I see that, that stupid thing come out today to talk about he's going to rehab for alcohol and drug. Stop. You ain't got no alcohol and drug problem. Stop it. You about to go to a nice little sunny resort for about a week. Kick your feet up. It's a mockery to people who actually have problems. It's really a joke. So until, like I said, I reserve the right to do whatever I want. I could change my opinion on John Morant in a, in a month, in two months, in a year. But right now, I don't like John Morant.
I want nothing to do with any of his products because he doesn't value himself. And do not text me or message me or DM me about the black man. Yo, you're going to do that to the black man? I ain't got time for it. I'm talking about sneakers. I'm talking about right and wrong. And I'm talking about being stupid. John Morant daddy needs to have a talk with him. John Morant daddy looks like part of the problem. What is John Morant's mom doing in finish line when she has a Nike signature athlete son? I need to know why. And you put your son in danger to come up there? And he came up there with nine other people? Let me explain something. John Morant is probably about what? Six, six? Six, seven, six, five. I don't know how tall he is. If you can't handle a finish line employee by yourself, you just just don't even don't even show up to the Grizzlies facility. You needed to bring nine homies. You could have came up there in a respectable man. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Hey, mom, come on. Get up out of here, mom. What you doing here in the first place? Hey, you could have. You brought a gun and nine homies? Lord have mercy. Moving on. Uh, what else? I really don't have uh, much more to say. Um, obviously, Reimagine 4s uh, are coming out. I mean, duh. Duh. What did we say? I seen cats in the comments. Let's go! Fam, let me let you in on a little secret. Okay? If Reimagine 1s came out, If Reimagine Threes came out, Reimagine Fours are coming out. Now I'm about to, I'm about to, uh, you know, hopefully Nike and Jordan brand doesn't sue me or send me any notice of cease and desist or make me pull the podcast down. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm pretty sure a reimagined five is coming out. Six. Maybe a seven. Maybe. All the way through 14. I hope I didn't let the cat out the bag. Grow up. And they come out March of 2024. Why do I need to know this now? You know what's funny? I complained about this on another podcast. Another podcast episode a long, long time ago. How I said the one thing that did cause complication in sneaker culture and a, and a part of what's ruined sneaker content is the fact that you can't even enjoy reimagined threes before you get notification that reimagined fours are coming out next year people haven't got their threes yet and you already dropping news that fours are coming out somebody goes well you know people want to know ahead of time you know no no, no. 
sneaker content and publications, they only care about being first. That's it. Okay? Somebody goes, yeah, but like, you know, car brands do that. Car brands let you know what cars are coming out. You could even pre-order cars now. It's not the same thing. I need you to let me know that in two years or a year, the new Tesla truck is coming out. Because guess what? I got to prepare myself to pay about fifty to 80000 Thank you for giving me two years head notice that there will be a new Durango coming out so I could prepare my 60000 for it. I need those two years for that 60000 I don't need a, a two-year quick update of what's going to come out in Sneaker World in two years or a year. I'm going to assume when that year comes around, I'm going to have 200 bucks for them. Thanks. Thanks for the heads up. It's goofy. I got nothing else. That's the sneak this. Pow, 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 pow. Pow, pow.